welcome to The Happy Writer, a show about creating and sustaining a long-term author career. My name is Patty Jansen, writer of science fiction and fantasy. I've published independently since 2011. This show covers motivation, diversification, learning new skills and your place in your career. Come on in and be happy. already episode 30 of The Happy Writer, and in this episode I'm going to be talking about a subject that gets mentioned a lot, especially by writers who are about to go wide, non-Amazon exclusive that is, that is, should I go direct or use an aggregator? Let's first step back and see what we actually mean by that. To go direct is to open accounts directly with all retailers where you can and upload your books directly to them. An aggregator will do this on your behalf, so you only have to upload your books once. Of course, they will take a cut of your sales for doing this. There are honestly good and bad things about both, so the answer to what you will do will depend on your circumstances, where in the world you are, how much time you're willing to spend on this, and what you find important in your career. Authors can open direct accounts at Amazon, Kobo, Apple, Google Play and many of the countries also allow you to open an account at Barnes & Noble. I believe you can also go direct to Tolino, which is a bookseller in Germany, and then maybe some other local options on smaller retailers. But between the five of them, Amazon, Kobo, Barnes & Noble, Apple and Google Play, those are the major e-book retailers. When talking about aggregators, I am talking about Drafter Digital, Smashwords, Publish Drive and Streetlib. Now, straight off the bat, there are two things you should probably never do. The first is to use an aggregator to go to Amazon. They are just too big, it's too easy to upload, and there is absolutely no reason for giving someone a cut of your sales on the biggest retailer. There are a few exceptions, such as if you want to do income splitting between two or more authors, as draft to digital will allow you to do, or you happen to be in a country that Amazon doesn't cover, but I can't off the bat think of any of those. By the way, if your account has been banned on Amazon, going through an aggregator is not going to help. They can and do check. The second thing you should not do is to distribute your ebooks through Ingram Spark or any print on demand service. And when I'm talking about aggregators, I specifically exclude them. They just do not offer the service and flexibility that the average self published author wants to use, such as the ability to quickly change prices in all territories. Okay, then, what are the advantages and disadvantages of each? Of course, there is the money. Most aggregators take 10 to 15% of your sales. This is not going to be very worrisome if you are making $60, but it's going to be a bit more galling when you make $600. But when you make $6,000, that's when it really starts to add up. Secondly, and I think most importantly, going direct to a retailer that allows you to do so allows you greater control over your metadata. The metadata are all those boxes you fill out before publishing. 
and that includes your keywords, your blurb, your categories and stuff like that. They are all slightly different for each retailer and some retailers allow you to get a lot more granular than others. For example, Barnes & Noble has a number of really interesting science fiction categories that don't exist anywhere else. For example, Google Play blurbs are searchable. Apple allows you to enter categories in different languages. If you use an aggregator, the aggregator will use their lowest common denominator template to upload to each retailer what they know to work best. You cannot select those funky categories and you cannot have a different blurb for each retailer. Thirdly, some of the retailers, notably Kobo and Barnes & Noble, also have options to put your book forward for monthly promotions in the store. Especially at Kobo, this can be quite lucrative. Sometimes Draft2Digital runs the occasional promotion that allows you to get into Kobo promotions. But on the Kobo Writing Live website, there are several you can enter into each month. What are the advantages of going with an aggregator? In the first place is the time saved. If you have a lot of books, if you update those books all the time, if you don't have a lot of time, for example, you still have a day job, you might not want to upload your books directly. It is much easier to upload them just to one place. Sometimes retailers can be difficult to deal with. For example, opening an account at Apple is not always very simple because they ask you to register as a business and you may not want to do that. Also, it is hard to enter your tax information or payment details with Barnes & Noble and their team is so small they may not be able to deal with it. So in frustration, you might want to pull back and put your books on an aggregator platform or you may be in a country that is not served by that particular retailer, mainly Barnes & Noble, because they only do a few countries. Is there any point in going both with an aggregator and direct? In the first place, try not to double up your book listings on the main platforms, but many platforms will actually remove duplicate copies. In the second place, of course there is a point to going direct and also using aggregators. In fact, I am direct where I can, which is Amazon, Kobo, Apple, Barnes & Noble and Google Play, and I also have my books uploaded to Drafted Digital, Smashwords, Publish Drive and Streetlib. The reason is that these aggregators also distribute to places where you can't go direct. For example, the library apps such as Overdrive, Hoopla and some of the smaller retailers that don't take direct submissions. I used Drafted Digital to get to Tolino, although I do believe that Tolino allows you to go direct. They're in Germany, and I may need to look into this because my German sales have increased a lot recently. But Smashwords distributes to Baker and Taylor and a number of other library apps. Publish Drive distributes to places like Dream, which are big in Singapore, and Bookmate, which is a Russian outfit that is also quite big in the Scandinavian countries. Streetlib distributes to a number of Chinese outlets. So if you want to take going wide to the extreme, it's a good idea to list on those apps. This leaves me with about 10 accounts where I have to upload my book. 
It also means that I don't do updates all the time. When the book is finished, it's pretty much finished. I make the back matter so that it points to the next book in the series, and that is not going to change. The only thing that would change is if I wanted to update my list of other publications, but I also link to my website, which always has the most recent information. When you change your book from being distributed through an aggregator to direct, do you lose all of your reviews? Sometimes you do, and sometimes they automatically copy them across. Sometimes you will have to email the retailer and they will copy them for you. Most importantly, when you change from aggregator to direct, your links change. So if you link directly from your website, you will have to change those as well. You can use a link redirect service. I use the one by draft to digital which is called Books to Read. Books and then the number 2 and then Read or B2R. This is a free linking service that is open to anyone, even if you don't distribute your books through draft to digital draft to digital is really most generous with this. They allow you to enter links manually, but they scan for your book at different websites and then you can also enter the audiobook links on the different platforms. I'm hoping print books are coming as well. In all, it is inevitable that when you get more books and when you go wide, this type of admin increases. I think it helps to have the mindset that to some of the smaller retailers you will upload just once, and also that you make your books relatively future-proof by having back matter that doesn't need to be updated all the time. But if you are of the type that changes covers a lot, you will need to budget time for this. It is inevitable that when you get more books, there will be more admin. Thank you for listening to The Happy Writer Show. Check out links and information about other episodes on my website at pattyjansen.com, where you can also find out about my books. You can support me by subscribing to the show or on Patreon at patreon.com slash pattyjansen.com.